0: All right, thank you so much for joining us on the Final Percent podcast. And I have one of my absolute best friends hanging out with me today. And that is Mr. Mitchell. Zonafeld, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Let's uh, let's kind of do some backstory. How long have we worked together?
1: Oh man, that's a great question. I think I think almost eight years. Eight years now. Wow. I do remember spending my 21st birthday with you guys. I'm surprised was... you
0: remember that. <laughs> You know, that story is censored on the podcast, but we go back. We go way back. We have plenty of great stories. Yeah, that's true. So um, I think one of the things, let's talk a little bit about enduring hardships, which we've we've just come out of a a big one, I think, for America. Mm -hmm. We've been more divided than we ever have. We're trying to figure out our way out of this COVID era. And I think, you know, one of the big things that... We have done in, unfortunately, we've planted a lot of mental health seeds uh, of discord. And I think, unfortunately, for generations, we're going to be feeling the pressure of what happened in COVID, specifically for mental health. And what you have been so great at in our company, KMG, is relationships and opportunities. Now in COVID basically all of the relationships and the opportunities go bye-bye. What are what are some of the things that you know got you through some of the you know ups downs just well you're well you're trying to fight so hard cuz I've never met anyone who fights for people as hard as you. You fight for opportunities, you fight for people's best you love hard, like, there's no tomorrow. You, basically you give a crap, you know? And when things don't go through, like, I know that you, you're, you've you gotten a lot of housing for recent students, and some, when landlords are, you know, not coming through on their end, you you take it personally, you get really sad because you love coming through for people. But going through such a a huge moment in time that you know we're going to get history books written about what are what are some of the things that got you through what uh what helped you conquer the crisis and what are some of the things because so many people lean on you so so many people talked to you about relationships because you know you make more relationships than anyone i know and when there was no opportunities, you're still having all this communication, and you've got people struggling. What are some of the things that you were talking to people about on how how to conquer this crisis?
1: Yeah, when the when the pandemic hit, that was definitely a very foreign position to be in yeah. because like I'm just so used to talking to people and being a resource and helping just as as much as I possibly could. And mm-hmm. so when that happens, like man. I couldn't talk to anybody because everyone was having issues and we're all going through it together. And so um, I know I was definitely going through a lot too. And I know the pandemic definitely has pros and cons and from being such an extrovert to the max, Mm -hmm. I kind of became more of like an ambivert. Mm -hmm. So more of like, oh, I love talking to people, but also like I want to kind of keep to myself and spend some more time alone. So I learned to love being alone and just mm. enjoying that. There's so a lot of people definitely have issues with just being alone they just need to be around people all the time as mm, well, so definitely use that time, just kind of focus on myself and just just take a break from life and just focus on my self growth and my confidence and my mental health and just like take some time, just kind of rebuild and just restart myself. Like one of the things that I really worked on during the pandemic was like more of about my faith. Cuz like mm. with constantly working and moving and pushing and just working so hard, I just kind of forgot about um the things that really meant more in my life from like my relationship with God, my relationship with friends and family yeah. and stuff like that. So it was good just to kind of step back. It's it's so interesting well.
0: right now. I don't know, you know, we don't we don't know what's actually going on in this 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 life but for whatever reason God has been showing up a lot more for me as well uh in you know movies that I want to listen to uh reels that pop up I was showing you Indiana Bible College if you guys have never heard their praise team it's unbelievable um but you know God's been really stepping in in my life as well, making his presence known. You, know, I do. I know what that means. Not yet. I'm sure. I'm sure he's guiding me somewhere. I know he does. But uh, I, I yeah, faith. I think is is one thing that helped a lot of people through to to lean on. Um, what are some of the conversations when people would reach out to you to because you, you are. It's it's so interesting. It's if you look at religion, you know especially at Jesus. And just to be very clear, guys, this isn't a religious podcast, but you know, when you have two people who believe it's going to come up, but we're, we're not pushing an agenda just to be clear, but Jesus is kind of the ultimate servant leader, right? And one of the things that watching you grow when I got to, you know, build things from thoughts to things with you, uh, is You are a hundred percent just a magnificent leader. You really are. And you do it through such a high level of service to everyone you come in contact with. So when someone was going through stuff, there's no way that you didn't get looked at as a leader and, and, and to be a leader. What were some of the things that you found yourself telling other people to get them through the COVID era or the hard time or the valley or, you know, a season, whatever they're going through? What are some of the things that, that you tell people, Hey, try this out or this, that and the other.
1: Yeah. And like with, with the pandemic and such, like I, I couldn't talk to people about like music and. Goals and opportunities like in that specific field, um, I kind of felt God like telling me, "It's like, hey, just reach out to people and just make sure they're okay." Ooh. And so I would just call people up and just see how they're doing, what they're going through, then try to give them some words of wisdom and some of my um, amazing positivity yeah. as well. It is
0: so abundant. He is. I'm telling you, if you ever have a, uh, a bad day, call Mitch. You're, you are immediately going to have a better day. Yes, and I will always answer. I'm That's always true. available.
1: That's true. Even at like 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so feel free to call me. I'll, I'll, be, I'll wake up and oh. I'll answer the phone call. That's
0: true. That's true.
1: Oh yeah, and like um, I also do something on Facebook where I'll just post like a positive quote. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I guess it sometimes is for me, but it's more of like a neutral base, just making sure like it's for anybody that needs it at that time. Mm-hmm. Like I'll say something like, "Hey, don't give up. You're doing great." And yeah. so whoever looks at it, be like, "Oh, I need this in my yeah. life," and like that just makes me feel good. Yeah. And so I just keep on doing it, and not just out just for like myself personally, but more as like a self less. Yeah, type of thing just to do for people just to keep lifting people up and be a resource and just be there for people well one of the things
0: that I think is if if you guys didn't know Mitch and I are both in a band together and uh he's been uh, instrumental in my music for a long time now um and I read a a thing I can't remember what magazine it's probably Rolling Stone or something but it said According to some computer algorithm, that seventy some percent of the hit songs from now until forever ago are directly correlated to the line. And if you don't know, Mitch is an incredible bassist.
1: Oh well, thank you. <laughs> it's,
0: hey, we just did a song tonight. Yeah, you know, we, was great. we're we're working on the uh, the life and inspiration album, um, and. Uh, it's, it's interesting to look at personalities as they pertain to bass players because bass players almost have the th- most thankless job. They're always in a support role. But, boy, do you notice if the music doesn't have a good bass line. And Mitch is the bass line slash backbone of KMG – of you know our friendship group you have been for a really long time and i mean that's one of the things he always shows up and i say that all the time you know there's if you're always one conversation away from changing your entire life but you have to show up to have the conversations you have to get in the room to have the conversations and that's something that you do no matter what you Always show up. There's it's it's not a the only way that you're not going to show up is if by chance You have committed to something else But if you say hey, I'm gonna be there. You're gonna be there. You always show up. What is that like? What what goes through your mind when you're building a persona of Constant showing up that is Maybe it's the hardest thing for musicians, yes, but it's incredibly hard for even successful entrepreneurs. What is ticking inside of you that makes you show up?
1: I guess just like the uh, the overall feeling of seeing somebody like accomplish something mm-hmm. that they've been working so hard towards, whether it's like a goal or a dream, and just to think like, oh, I had a hand in that somehow. Like I introduced you to the right person. Some kind of dot connection, some kind of opportunity yeah. that helped you get to that spot. Yeah. And so I just love that feeling. Like just I know with what I do for our students, like I don't have to do it. I want to do it because I wanna see these guys be successful. I wanna see them chase their dreams as That's well. So and cool. through all the hardship that I've been through, like either in the music industry or in life, I wanna use those experiences to help people kind of move through um, their career and their lives to pursue something in a different, um, in a different way, to make them find like more, or like I guess, accomplish their opportunities or goals mm-hmm. better than I could have. Yeah. But just to be a support, or just be a resource for them. So you're a lot just, of people's baseline. Yes, a <laughs> lot of people. But another thing too that you got to realize, you can't be there for someone all the time if they're not willing to change themselves. That's true. And I've definitely learned that the hard way because, like, I try my best to be there for people even through, like, the hardest of, of, like, depression or anxiety or even if they get to the point, like, they're having those suicidal thoughts because, like, I'll try to be there as much as I can. And, like, have you seen that um, that picture where you have, like, uh, like that small wolf and then you have that big wolf that just has tons of, like, spears and yeah. like arrows in the back? I kind of feel like that person because I'm just trying to absorb all of that negativity out of that person into yeah. me. Yeah, so that they are feeling better, and then there's only so much you can do with that because like true. it just builds up into like in you so much, and then you just fall apart. Yeah, and like you just have to learn like all you can do is your best for yeah. people, and if that's not enough, then you can keep trying. But it's also up to them to change themselves and to find yep. that help themselves as and well. And I
0: think that's one of the things that we miss the boat on a lot as friends. We think we need what does sometimes showing up. Is not showing up. Yes. Because sometimes people are using you or sometimes people are taking you for granted or not recognizing certain things. So sometimes the best way you can show up is not being there. And I know I've had to do that when I, you know, I mean, you know a lot more than most people, but, you know, I've taken so many bullets, so many spears and stood in like been a snowplow for so many people and in a lot of ways sometimes they don't even know I did it but the the thing is is I'm always trying to be that person and sometimes you feel a little battle-worn uh and when you're just always expected to take the pain I think that's when things start changing you you want to be able you want to be able to know that you're in a fight together right Mm mm-hmm and I think that's one of the things that is important in friendship when you're working on a business, when you're working on a marriage, when you're working on an idea is the ability to to trade who's taking the bullets and give a reprieve a little bit, you know? And, yes. and I, I don't want to sound all dark and gloomy, but we talked about, you know, COVID. There was a lot of crap that happened. Well, I mean, we had a lot of employees so-called friends different things that left us and you know I struggle to think that anyone's malicious because I think that we have three people inside of us I think we have an evil person which I think I really believe this too I think most people are not evil and not bad I really believe that I think that we have an evil person a foolish person and a wise person the evil person we're we're constantly thinking that other people are evil when in fact they're just doing the best they can. And what we start doing when we think that someone else is evil when they're not is we're being foolish. And I think humanity right now, especially if you look at, you know, left versus right, you know, black versus white, uh, you know, Democrat versus Republican, you know, t- and the list goes on. We're so tribalistic that if you don't fit into some sort of box, it's always if you're not for me. You're against me. And that's why I really don't like the the tribe word. I like the village word because a tribe is more military. A tribe is it's my way or the highway. A village, you know, you've got rich, you've got poor, you've got young, you've got old, you've got different trades. It takes a village. And how many times have I looked at you when you're fretting and you're stressed and I look at you and I say, look, man, all you can do is the best you can do. All the time. All the time. You know, when we (laughs) get in that, hey, and you said that to me, buddy. And and, and the thing is, that's been ingrained in us, and we just naturally try to do the best we can do. And when we had employees, friends, family, different things leave, I just, I have to chalk it up to foolishness instead of evil behavior. Uh, And it comes... It comes from my wife actually. She she looked at me and she said, "Greg, we need to be able to forgive ourselves for the things that we did when we were just trying to survive." And I think that unfortunately for us to be able to truly forgive ourselves, and I'm not saying any bad things or malicious it's just sometimes like you have to eat ramen sometimes you have to forego this you know we had to cut pay we had to furlough we had we gave up half of our square footage in boulder you know we, we did everything and anything that we could to survive but it starts with forgiving other people and saying they were just trying to survive and they did it the best way they knew how then and I accept that, and I'm not going to feel any type of way. I'm, I'm not going to go chase them down and try to give them a hug because, you know, bridges are burned. But at the same time, I'm, I, I'm not going to spend any time hating or feel bad because they were just trying to survive. I know that I was just trying to survive. You were trying to survive. The world, the country, where everyone I think really is trying to do the best they can, and we just need to offer a little bit more grace in the world, you know? Yes. And that's why I love the fact that you know, you'll call people and just say, hey, how are you doing? Not what are you doing? How are you doing? So let's brighten up the conversation a little <laughs> bit. What, what are some of the things that you're most excited about right now?
1: Oh, man. Um, like Just the fact that things are opening back up again. Just yeah. being able to jump fingers back into that role. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Yes. Knock on wood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, but like just being able to kind of jump back into that role of being the yeah. Relationships and opportunities director. Yeah, and like just getting back into um, just helping people find job opportunities all over the place, um, to booking shows. I was talking to Kayla earlier today. I actually booked forty students for shows this week.
0: Forty students for shows, and this is this is why he is an opportunity master.
1: Yes, that is so great. I'm looking wow. for any opportunity possible, and like when I find opportunity, it's not like a like a specific thing for like a specific like role, like for an engineer, like an engineer job. I try to find anything in like music that could be beneficial to that person. Festivals. Festivals. Lights, you you just got it.
0: how many jobs did you get for those students? How many students got jobs because of you? Oh man. And they were good paying jobs, they were like 20 bucks an hour or something. mm -hmm. How many students did you get jobs for? I think I got 15 students jobs for. 15 jobs, come on. And that all becomes of your network you getting out there and having the conversation. This is so important. And I think and I think that's actually a good uh, illustration for any young entrepreneurs out there. We tend to think that we want to control the flow of information. And we tend to think that we want to be a contact hoarder. But if you can stop that idea and stop saying, oh, we'll all be the one to connect you or don't ask for his email, I'll connect you guys. If you're always the one connecting people, you are always connected. And that's that's Mitch in a a nutshell. Like he is the most connected person I know. It's it's fascinating.
1: (laughs) So, like another thing too is that the more you give back, it's just going to come back around. Absolutely, as well. The more you help.
0: So, what are other things that you're excited about? It could be personal. It could be
1: professional. Um, I'm really focusing a lot of my time on like my personal health. Yeah, I know the sleeping side of things will one day be in order. Maybe <laughs> I
0: did call him at like ten last night, and he was like, "I'm on my way to the gym, man." Yep, ready Gotta to get go. Them
1: <laughs> um, but just being able to get back like in a routine, being able to like work out and like listen to audiobooks, yeah. and meditate. One and of the pray. owners of KMG now. Yes.
0: Yeah, one I'm of the,
1: stoked. <laughs> Yeah, one of
0: the owners. I mean, he's been with us forever, and when we were restructuring the company, it was it was just an absolute no brainer. So. I mean, he's truly a partner in what we're doing uh, and one of the decision makers. And I just, I love him so much. Um, So talk to me a little bit about why do you keep music going? What has music done for you? Why do you think it's important? Oh,
1: man. Well, I've been a bass player for almost 24 years. He came out of the
0: womb with uh, Five String. In his hand,
1: yes, I was ready to go, and
0: then he traded it in for a bass because the five string was a banjo. No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> there's a lot, I just realized there's a lot of people out there who don't understand stringed instruments, so that but joke just went right over their head. Yeah. hey, it's you, okay. you, you we tried it, it was all
1: good. <laughs> we tried, we go. I understand, yeah. Um, but I've always came back to music, like, I went to school. Believe it or not, for medicine. Yeah. Like I have assisted in brain surgery, spine surgery, delivered Rich. babies. Now yeah. he's the doctor of your
0: baseline. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but like, even though that was like a cool experience, I just felt like that's not what um, God wanted me to do. So I found my why in mm-hmm. just doing music. But like growing up I've always thought like, hey, I would love to live in a tour bus and tour the world and play all the dive bars and like live my dream like on the road. Yeah. But like, I never thought that I would be in this position to where like I'm giving all like the experiences that I've been through and the mistakes that I've made and trying to give it back to people to help them achieve their dreams in music. Yeah. So now I'm doing like the music business side of things and I'm yeah. helping with coordination and management. How cool is that it's it's pretty exciting. It's it's oh really really gosh. cool just to see these people um, like all of their, um, like the development of their skills and them as an artist and see them just just take off. Like I'm having, like you graduates start performing at some of the biggest music festivals around yeah. the country, some of the biggest venues yeah. and like it's just cool to be a part of that process. Um, but also, again, like being able to like make music with my best friends yeah. as well and that's something that I've missed. Oh yeah. So much. So it's yeah. nice to be back to be doing that again and just yeah. really letting my creative... Juices flow, like help like write and record yeah. and hang out and like really be a part of things again. So with KMG it stands for keep music going. And that's what kept me going through COVID was the music. Music. Music is I mean music is I think music's the
0: heartbeat of life. It's it's letting you know that there's there's something more. And that's why, you know, in our, our upcoming conference we're smashing motivation with music. Music and message. And uh, we're doing a whole album that our team's been working on, and I think we're going to call it the AIM album, so Album of Inspiration and Motivation, A-I-M. And uh, we're hoping that it can you know, help set your course a little bit, um, give you something to listen to when you're on the run or the bike ride that keeps you going just that one step further. And uh, all the bass lines that you hear on that are going to be from Mitch Zonnefeld. Doctor yes. Mitch Sonnifeld, <laughs> and uh, we're going to perform it live at the conference. We're going to go right out of the conference into a concert. It's going to be absolutely fantastic, and uh, yeah, that's that's exciting. So, you know, what? How do people find you on Instagram? What's your handle? What's a good email address if people want to reach out and get in t- in touch with the Mitch? You know, the Mitch, the <laughs> the,
1: Mitch. the Mitch. Yeah, I used to have a shirt that said Mitch, the man, the myth, the legend. But I feel like another Mitch probably stole that. from me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my Instagram handle is just Mitch, so M I T C H underscore K M G L I F E. Came to life, the best company ever. Boom, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my email is very simple. It's just Mitch at kmglife dot com. And so feel cool. free to reach out to me. Anytime.
0: And if you're ever trying to get into a show that maybe you can't get into, you know, and you think, oh, I'm never going to get into it, just hit up Mitch. He'll probably find a way to get you in there. He knows people, man. You got to oh, yeah. know people.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's not just music. I know people all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Well, and the country. So,
0: I mean, yes. so connect with us, um, and we're going to keep Mitch as a regular. Uh, in rotation in the podcast uh, because, you know, we're in the middle of a big transition, uh, potentially moving KMG from Boulder uh, into, um, you know, North Denver, kind of 104th area we're we're looking at pretty heavily. Um, so we're kind of going into KMG 3.0. Oh. And I'm telling you, Mitch is instrumental. And so as we... You, make these decisions, figure these things out, and we're, I'm sure we're going to have grand opening parties. We're going to have a grand opening party at our Aurora location here soon. So connect with us, figure out what we're doing, and uh, you know, music is, is not just sound. Music is your why, why you got out of bed this morning. Music could be entrepreneurship. Music is art. Music is beauty. Music is the, the, the reason to, to dance and sing and, and smile. Music is hanging out with your best friends, even if we don't do music. Just there you go, you know him. Him going and getting us some sour beers and us talking life. You know, yes, <laughs> it is what it is. Last so,
1: minute podcast, yeah. Too.
0: There, there it is. Yeah, let's. Well, and he was here doing bass, and we we're just like, gee, let's let's throw down a podcast. Let's, let's do go. it. Go. So, well, anyway, man, I love you bunches. You're you're fantastic. Love you more. And uh, <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> I love you <And>, too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, you know, in our friendship uh business you know everything that we've got going thank you so much for going the final percent with me man of course all right man I'll keep
1: going that final percent and keep... keep music going yes <laughs> let's go <laughs>